0: mental matters ain't a simple pattern we need to have a central chatter food for thought grab a platter my mental ain't for rental i'm a central minute simple i'm a ripple in the rip though i don't want to sick my
1: ship so gotta know your mental black life is hard i don't resent though feelings really real we should
0: present those talk about it you should know your mental matters your mental matters mental matters yeah hey, what up doe? what up though what up though what is happening i'm good i'm trying to be good and i'm somewhat good i'm i'm there i'm here we here mm-hmm. sometimes the best thing you can be is here just be present yeah. and yeah that's where i am right now so with that being said what up everybody we are here for episode 49 of the mental matters podcast hit or redefine sure. hand up properly for the culture and we are one episode away from the big five zero. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And the good and the bad thing about having a podcast is there is always something to talk about. And we are dead smack mm-hmm. dab of two and a half pandemics going on right now. Um, we're just gonna round it up and say three because I used to stay stay there. Um. First and foremost, we'll be getting to that brother. How are you, man? Uh like you said, I'm here. I'm aware and uh uh
1: I'm still, you know, still pushing for the most, you know, the best that we can do right now, right? Just be aware and uh just support one another. hmm So that's that's all I'm doing, that's what I'm gonna keep doing. Continue to be black, that's all I can be.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. That is literally all you can be.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't change it. I mean, Sammy Sosa proved it Well, he's told the bracelet, so. (laughs) But then again, no. Wouldn't change Uh, it if
1: I could, anyway. Yeah.
0: That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. Whew. Shit. How about you? Man. Without the facade of the silly face I got on right now, I'm just... I'm literally existing in a space right now. Like, this is... And I, I know by the time people listen to this, we will be, like, a smooth, like, what it seems like maybe seven to ten days within the protesting and things of that nature, nationwide, worldwide, actually. Um, but with that being said, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I'm, when need be, Stand away from all the hashtags. I'm tired of the hashtags. Um, you know, I actively participated in Blackout Tuesday yesterday. It was that was probably one of the most beautiful things because it was a a show of solidarity. It was a show of unity and blackness, uh-huh. um, support for the culture. It was black businesses being celebrated, black res mental health resources being celebrated it was black people in STEM being celebrated it was just a it was more of the solemn version of like when Black Panther came out that's what it was like for me yesterday so um while the circumstances of us having to get to that point sucks um I'm gonna just first and foremost start with the true phrase that sticks out in the back of my head is black lives matter always, all black lives, no matter which one you represent. Um, no matter if it's heterosexual around, homosexual ram, um, if it's, you know, the ones that are mentally disabled, the ones that are physically disabled, if you are short ones, tall ones, the NBA rich ones, the uh, broke ones sitting in the corner somewhere that need a break. You know, the ones that are broken, the men, the women, the in-between, all that. um, All those Black lives matter to me. And um, so we'll just get that on out the way real quick because that's basically the tone of all of this today. Um, You have that, you have, um, and it's just crazy because I think right after we recorded our last episode, like the very next day, it was reported about Mr. George Floyd. Um, So definitely rest in peace um, to George Floyd, the families that were affected, the family and friends that were affected. Um, Also, um, a lot of social media is very helpful to kind of share light on these issues, but also to the family of of Breonna Taylor. you know, that was, I would definitely say improperly helped um, back in March, if I'm not mistaken, when um, the police broke into her home after she was, you know, listed as an essential worker and working at the hospitals, things of that nature, and was t- taken out by police force. Um, so I've definitely been on my internets and my emails, sending emails about demanding justice for these people and their families. There's a lot more names we don't know um but for the ones that we do know and the ones we don't know we celebrate you we love you and your families and we got y'all after this so um again black lives matter man and you know this is not a time to say all lives matter because we get that but at the end of the day we ain't talking about those lives we're talking about ours now so um it's sad you know it's there's parts of me that is sad, and that's one thing I can express for myself. Um, I didn't even know how it's gonna come to this mm-hmm. episode today, but um, yeah, I'm sad. I, I'm sad. My heart literally bleeds for the individuals that are not only grieving, um, but the ones that are actually on the front lines protesting right now. You know, a lot of people are taking the streets in every suburb, city, and um, inner city that they can. Mm-hmm to let people know that we want justice no matter what it takes. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty about it. I think I saw something where uh, it said Malcolm X, Malcolm X is doing the cat daddy in the grave right now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just celebrating the fact that, you know, Hey, no justice, no peace. You know what I'm saying? And so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that's a beautiful thing to see. Um, You know, obviously you have the current, you know, health pandemic, you know, with coronavirus kind Mm -hmm. of taking a back seat per se. Um, The cases have definitely dropped in a lot of places, especially here in Michigan. So I'm thankful for that. So those families can, you know, try to live what we call a normal life these days. Um, And then recently, um, Michigan just been in the news crazy, man. Um, You had the individuals in like the Saginaw, Midland area, that were affected by the the dam breaching and the dam collapse. Um I actually have family in Saginaw, so they're they're okay. Um, it didn't necessarily get to their particular neighborhood, but um I used to live that way, you know, when I graduated from college. So um that's to me that's another okay. I lived everywhere, damn it. So anywhere I stayed at is a home for me. But um, you know, <laughs> Even if all the faces don't look like mine, you know, people are people. And that's one of the things I want people to understand. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, properties are lost. Things are lost, you know, especially people's homes. Like, that's the craziest part of all this. But with all that being said, there are still things to celebrate. Life, you know, the real liberties that do exist. Um, Mm -hmm. People that have another chance to get it right every day. And you know, just kind of going at it that way. So, with that being known, and Black Ass said, you know, though I'm sad, I'm still here, and that's probably the best part of all of this that I can probably say. So, um, set a mouthful, <laughs> but you know, I've been waiting to really get that out for the longest because for a while I didn't have words, you know, yeah. And the reason we created spaces like this is to come up with those words and say those words and you know get back to stability if you will so i'm mm-hmm. here man
1: yeah and like it's kind of good like i say, like we create the space you know uh, just for moments well not for a moment it's like this will these moments to happen but you know just for us to be able to have this discussion and so i know like I'm always like the jokester, you know, laughing and stuff like that. I haven't really, you know, been out there, you know, on my Facebook page, like, you know, cracking that many jokes and sharing like funny stuff because it's just not a moment where I feel like that stuff, you know. I feel like that would that would take away from the moment at this point. And it's and it's and it's and it's it's not that like I'm actively out here like looking for stuff to laugh at, you know. I'm I'm kind of like embracing like, the anger, I'm kind of, like, embracing, you know, the the not having any words, um, I kind of think that that's, that's healthy, more so than trying to put it behind when it's not going to go anywhere, because we're right here present, you know, um, so for me, it's it's been more of, I haven't had any words, but I know, like, I've been feeling pretty, like, like not necessarily all the way down about it, but I've been feeling kind of like in the dumps about everything that's happened. And I have really expressed it. Um, I haven't made like a lot of posts or anything about that or anything like that, but I did participate in the blackout on Tuesday, yesterday as well. Um, Cause I felt like that was important. And, you know, I spoke to my wife about it. And some of my other like family members, my sister in laws you know, they're like, we're honestly scared for you know you all as black men They are talking to me their father their brother and uh i was just you know i was just letting them know like you know you don't have to fear you know everything's cool um like i believe in god i believe god protects me um but just having those discussions with them it was just like it, it brought it to like real life because you know you see it on tv and you see the stuff in minneapolis you see it in new york missouri and every every place else but to have you know black women know you like this is not okay and like we're worried about you every time you leave the house that was kind of like i don't know i had to take like a deep breath and just like i felt like i had to i had to be like I had to be, like, strong for them, kind of, like, in a way, and I don't know if that's necessarily good, but I just, like, reassure them and comfort them that, like, everything will be okay, you know, but I've been kind of, like, I've been being mellow, I'm always mellow, but this time it's more, like, mellow quiet, not, like, mellow laughing or just, like, you know, chilling, it's more, like, mellow, like, you know, uh, uh, kind of, like, mellow side a little bit, but. So that's, that's that's what it's been for me for like the last couple of weeks through all of this stuff. And um, I've had one of my friends who, who um, I'm at age. Um, I'm at our own state state. We studied like the same curriculum and everything. It cool. You know, we worked the same like jobs together, stuff like that. So she texted me out the blue and she's um, Arab American. And she was just like, she texted me yesterday actually, so. She was just like, hey, I'm just checking on you, seeing how everything's going. And I was like, oh, that's nice. You know, thanks for checking on me. You know, stuff is crazy. Um, but I told her at the same time, like, nothing surprises me in this country. And uh, she was just, like, really, really, like, sad for us as, like, black men. And she could relate to us as minorities because, you know, she always spoke about how her family, sometimes they still have, of the issue with people remembering September 11th and her family and she remembers being discriminated against very heavily in those times when she was a child you know she was like eight or nine years old and she experienced her um, issues with racism in that time frame so she was you know relating to me through that and um but she was just like I couldn't imagine you know calling the police for help and then you end up being a victim of it or you know you look to somebody for your safety and they end up being the only person who makes you a victim um so just having like that conversation with her through text messages um she was just really like she was really good to talk to because she was there to like listen and to like understand where the rage for all of the riots and protests were coming from um and she wasn't judgmental at all she was just like yeah like I would tear up some stuff too if like they took my brother out they took my father out and she was right like, there participating in the blackout day and everything like that but um yeah just having like those conversations with people that want to understand from a different perspective because they're not like directly tied to it say right. but they still have a heart and they still have um an ear to listen um to what needs to be changed so that, that was a good connection that I had but um but yeah, it's, it's it's been a it's, it's been hard to to even just
0: talk about it you know yeah. yeah yeah i mean for me the i had to remind myself of a couple of things and i think that this level of transparency is important for the culture um as black men we're all Hawaii, it's, you know always told to be the strong one uh, never really show the emotion instead of third um obviously we know that's bullshit at this point in the game um, but it's important that you, you know, what I found for myself, it's important that I had to take care of, I'll even say my five senses, you know, just take care of them. Like, you know, I remember when I was younger, my mm, grandmother would always say something along the lines of, you know, you know, don't always... You know, you don't always have to listen to hip-hop and rap music. You listen to different types of music. That can be a function of how you feel, how you react. Um, it's a matter of, you know, going outside to get some fresh air. That can make all the difference, especially in a health pandemic when you've been stuck in a house or in a house like Curtis Roach say. Um, big up to Detroit, what up though? Um, when you have scenarios and situations where, you know, you can't, you feel away, but you can't get those hugs from certain people because you're told to stay at least six feet away from people and isolating your homes basically to a point. Um, that sucks, especially when some of those people work in the health, you know, health profession. Um, so a lot of these times is really, really overbearing. And while you did say something that I think struck. I'm not going to say it struck a nerve, but it definitely caught my attention about, you know, finding moments to, you know, be as somber as you usually are, more somber if you will. I literally had to find something to make me laugh. Like, I had to. Like, I will say that while these protests are definitely, it's nothing to be played with. There was one riot or something, I forget where it was, but it was the funniest shit in the world. Where they caught it was a news story, and they literally caught this girl with a cheesecake. <laughs> like she looted and took a cheesecake, and I, like, cackled inside of my soul. Like, you took a what? Uh, You had some people <laughs> posting like, "I took her. I got this new roly. What up?" It was just like, "Oh, okay." Um, but you you have to literally find the moments. To laugh, you know, you have to. We are at the halfway point of 2020, and I can't remember mm-hmm. the last time I literally went outside to go do things like, you know, go to the grocery store, go to the gym, these things of that nature. But I can remember the moments that I created in the midst of crisis. You know, so. Literally, y'all watch my tree grow, like the leaves bloom on the tree, like from the very beginning of spring until now. And I'm like, we got to cut these branches, these months of state. but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, more people are growing gardens, more people are doing some, basically some much needed maintenance on the inside and out in the outside of their homes, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. you need to find some, one of the first things I'll definitely say is find something that takes you away from the rigors of every day. I mean, being in a health and a racial pandemic, this this shit can be rough. Yeah. Like, let's just flat out say it. This shit can be really, really rough. Um, I'm not always happy. I'll never admit to that shit because it's never true. But find those moments. Find those things that you can do to keep yourself grounded. You know, for me you probably know this, but if I watch one more episode of Hell's Kitchen Master Chef, I swear to God I'm going to go in the kitchen and just cook everything. <laughs> I literally got one of our like favorite. <laughs> yes, I literally got one of my favorite ingredients. Guess what that is? Jerk seasoning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my brother-in-law went to Jamaica some months ago. They brought back this jerk season in both the dry and the wet season, and some Hennessy for mm-hmm. ride. I'm very excited about those things, but <laughs> I am literally waiting, planning out my attack. Like, what type of wings I'm gonna make first? I'm gonna do the dry ones or the wet ones? So I'm gonna do this. Like, mm-hmm. literally, I'm excited. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, those are the type of things that you know. Go sit on the porch. Go take that walk. Go, you know watch time just go by because we never, we always are running and going and we never had the chance to just sit down and stop. And as an extrovert, I'm literally learning how to be an introvert. And so far, you know, it's not that bad. You know, it's, it's okay. I guess (laughs) it's cool. But you know, I'm I'm how No, family, I feel you know. about it. <laughs> yeah, I know how you feel about it. You be getting on my <laughs> damn nerves, but no, um, you you need to like I, I Facetime my family and friends. We're using the app, but what's that new app? House Party. Um,
1: yeah.
0: we are literally kicking in and hanging, like Mac and hanging, like just that's it. So, you know, just with that, just make sure you find yourself and ground yourself in all this. That's probably the biggest point of advice I can give anybody that's just living in 2020 because whew, 2020 vision has been whew, shit. <laughs> that part.
1: <laughs> so like what are I guess I would say, um what are your thoughts as far as like the civil unrest like like there is there is no proper way to voice how you feel, you know mm-hmm. you said it's a civil so like, unrest, yeah, but all all the protests and all the the riots that have happened you know um how do
0: you feel like why like order order your thoughts? So when it comes to these protests and everything and the riots and, you know, first and foremost, it's been a long time coming. We felt this building up since, in my opinion, since I witnessed Trayvon firsthand, you know what I'm saying? And I had the opportunity, actually, um, I want to say that was 2013, 2013, I had the honor and privilege to meet. Um, the father of the late Trayvon Martin. Um, He actually came to one of our um, student organizations um, fundraisers we had at, you know, I forget who it was now. But at that moment, I didn't know how to speak to that man. Like, he literally lost a son because of some dumbass, and I can say that with all the bass in my voice because some dumbass literally saw him as a threat for having a hoodie on and had some Skittles and some iced tea in his hand.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So this whole thing has been building up since then. Let's just, what was that, seven years ago? And the ones that have witnessed all the stuff in between, you know, uh, man, it's, it's overdue. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are and there have been successful peaceful protests Um, to the point where, you know, in some cities, I'll say some, some cities are getting it. You know, they're okay. You have the ones that stay out past the induced curfew. And some of those have turned into riots, arrests, things of that nature. And my biggest thing about all that, just to be concise and to the point here, is that I'm not against protests and riots. I get it. I totally understand it. You need to, the issue is we've been saying words for a very long time about how this hurt, how this feels. Um, The families are grieving their crimes and a third and nothing changed. So, literally, when you go, well, you won't tear our community up, we're going to tear your community up, and then we'll see how you right. feel. You know what right. I'm saying? I wouldn't actively participate in it. I'm not going to tell them they're wrong for doing it. If you right. want to go out and do that for the culture and tear up the stuff that was never really ours to begin with, I'm not here to tell anybody to go out and do it, but I understand. It's cool. Like, it <laughs> If I was a judge in the courtroom they said we wanna want people wanna sentence somebody for whatever for the purposes of they protested and the rioted and things of that nature and broke some windows, blah blah blah. I'd be okay. Well, what caused it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's ask that question. <laughs> right. What did you think was gonna happen? I'm going to sentence mm-hmm. this person to a hundred hours community service done. Done. Poof. Mm-hmm. Like, and keep it moving because there's way mm-hmm. more issues in our legal system that need to be addressed here. So, yeah. you talking about riots and protests that y'all cause? Yeah, no. Community service. Keep it moving. Let's get to that cop that did that shit. Talk <laughs> practice? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. <laughs> Judge, Judge Hatchet, <laughs> No, I'm Judge Ratchet. How about that?
1: <laughs> Damn
0: it. Uh-huh. But, um... You know, it, it's been nah, I agree with you. Seeing, seeing,
1: seeing it all, you know, TV and all the news outlets. I was kind of, I was kind of like brokenhearted at first, like just seeing everybody, you know, destroy, you know, stuff, because I felt like, I don't know, my initial thoughts was just like, like I didn't know how to feel. So it was kind of just like me saying, oh, I don't know if that's the right way. And then I started looking at history like I usually do and I'm just like, there is no right way. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then I started thinking about like in times, of, in times past, you know, any solution that they tried, any solution that like black people try to come up with that was peaceful. It was always overlooked. Mm-hmm. So like, like Tupac said on like, um, on his documentary, um, he was discussing about the Panthers. She was like, we was asking what the Panthers. We was asking with the civil rights Movement. What do you think we're gonna do as we get older? Just continue to ask. So um <laughs> I just started like having like those like clips clips of, you know, stuff in my head that I always like learned from like playing in my head. Just like, yeah, like do it do what y'all gotta do. But um <laughs> Listen, but, um, I remember thinking back I actually to, was talking
0: um, to my wife about it. I remember thinking back to I just heard just lyric again and I was just like this shit been in music like it was um big Sean and uh Kanye West and Kanye literally was like I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck. cops choking niggas out and was, like you know just like yeah mm-hmm. like you know cops chucking niggas out and we're about to protest and tear the City up about to tear this whole place up, pretty much. I was like, "Yeah, what the, what the hell? You thought was going to happen? We was going to be uh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, we kind of all that. Let's, you know, let's let's do it different. way, See what yeah. results we get." So, but God, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Yeah, no, I was fine.
1: I was saying, like, a part of me is like, like I, I would protest and be a part of everything that's happening, like in our city in Detroit, but a part of me knows that like my safety isn't guaranteed. So that's what's for me from like being out there because I, I can't know like if some person is gonna be out there with a gun or if someone's gonna be out like, you know what I mean? Like I can't guarantee my livelihood through a protest. So that's one of the things that's been like stopping me. Being yeah. And another part is like the quote Lupe fiasco. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, um, they say that we should protest just to get arrested. That goes against all my hustling ethics. All my jail niggas say it's highly ineffective. So oh, okay. it's like, <laughs> I can't really understand the purpose of, you know, protesting just to, you know, get arrested by the police. And, like, I don't see the end game to that aspect of it. But right. I understand that, like, protests do work. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but to that point, though, I'm glad you brought that up. One of the things I've also learned during this time is that everybody can't protest. Mm-hmm. It's not that we can't go out there to march with our fellow comrades, you know to you know hold signs and picket signs and that in the nature. but everybody literally can't be out there protesting at the same time. Great, there's strength in numbers. But at the same time, you need people to support those protests in different ways. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, you need people to support the individuals that, um, that get arrested, that need bail, that do you need bail because you were standing up for your rights. Yeah, okay. Like, you need people to get those people bailed out. You know, you need resources. You need – I've seen a bunch of people that have, you know, put together, like, quote-unquote, protest kits, per se, you know, when it comes to, um, what you have, like, for, in case you get sprayed with pepper spraying phase, you know, to have, like, spray bottles, and have milk, and things of that nature, you know, to calm those things down, um, about the do's and don'ts of your cell phones, especially your Apple, your iPhones, um, you know what I'm saying, so, I actually saw a really cool like, a shortcut, per se, that somebody set up on their iPhone, where if you are running, basically, the react, the, the word is is police, the code word is police, and it starts, it was really cool, like, it starts a video with your front fe- or back facing, rear, rear facing camera, and records and sends it to a person. And we're gonna share that because I thought that was like the coolest shit that you can do in the world. But mm-hmm. it was literally like, you know, kind of a a shortcut for your phone about what happens when you are out and about and protesting and you get caught up with the police officers <laughs> doing too much. You know, mm-hmm. so how do you make sure justice is served? Well, you record it. A lot of these things are being exposed because we got cell phones now. We will whip them bitches out in the egg. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, there there's multiple ways. You can donate to you know, different organizations that are collecting money to bail out protesters to, you know, support our businesses, you know, black businesses. Um, restaurants, you know, delivery services, shout out to Black and Mobile um, for different trainers, things of that nature. Shout out to the B, Bianca Hopes. That's my homie. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's multiple ways for us to keep our wealth within the culture and support one another. There's multiple ways to do it. And so that's the part I'm very grateful about is that we found ways to do that in the midst of a health and a racial pandemic like yep. to me that's just and there's so many other wins and I know you talked about it earlier about different things that are absolute wins at this time and sometimes we got to celebrate those things right
1: Mm-hmm.
0: for sure so what's one of the I guess for the culture, if you will, what are what are some of the ways that you think we won over? I'll say the last couple of days, even.
1: I know I saw it today, and I sent you like a, a screenshot of it. Was that um, Ella Jones? She's like the first black and first female mayor of Ferguson
0: now. Um, first that was- off, <laughs> that is like the blackest thing in the world, and I love it. Like people really went out to do their job just today, during different primaries and everything. And just just shed some light. So tell tell the people about Ferguson for those that have been under a rock for, you know, I don't know, X amount of days <laughs> and
1: years and whatever. Yeah, so I believe it was 2015 was when um, Michael Brown, unarmed young black man, you know, shot dead in the street by a racist cop. Um, and you know, justice wasn't served in that aspect either for that specific um, scenario. And there was, you know, the same type of feedback that's going on now as far as riots and process. you know, that was happening then as well um, after that um, issue took place. And so um, for Ferguson to, you know, show up and elect their first black and first female um, mayor um, is a huge win. And I did a little bit of, like, reading about her. And, like, she really is, like, black excellence, you know. Of course, if she's holding in that position, she is. But, I mean, I saw that she had, like, a bachelor's um, of arts degree in chemistry. She Listen, worked, big like, up to the STEM <laughs> folks,
0: man.
1: <laughs> for STEM sure. folks is STEM folks. <laughs> yep, she worked um, as an analytical chemist for um, a pharmaceutical company for a bunch of years. Um, yes. Time, like, working in um, – different med schools around America um, and then also, you know, she followed her pathway to go the political route after doing excellent work as a STEM person, you know. So, that was one of the wins that I saw and that I was, I smiled a little bit when I saw that, you know, that headline come across. <laughs> exactly. But, um, but yeah, that, that was the one that I definitely wanted to share.
0: Yeah, you know, that was just, that's just a big moment for the culture anyway, like, now, granted, it only took us a, a smooth like almost six years for it to happen. After that, but there is there are still some places in this country we call you know America, where they have yet to see black leadership happen. Thankful enough for us here, even in Michigan, you know, and I, I had a chance to you know firsthand get to meet the gentleman, but our lieutenant governor for, Mich- for Michigan, Garland Gilchrist. Black man, first black man to serve as lieutenant governor of the state of Michigan. Period. They asked, "How long is that?" <laughs> he did it in on of his interview. It was the, uh, it was the everybody versus COVID nineteen and the city of Detroit event last weekend, and um Garland Gilchrist. They they asked him, you know, when's the last time he had a little black lieutenant governor? It's like uh, now, like, I'm the first one, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, uh, I cackle, but the, the sad thing is, like, you don't see a lot of black leadership, you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's taking a while for us to get, you know, black mayors, governors, you know, hell, a black mm-hmm. president, let's, right, we say that, all right. i be look. listen, I'd be on Twitter, like, all right, what our president say, did he say something for the culture yet, um, okay, cool, we got something, he tweeted, all right, what'd he say, I'm retweeting that, um All right. <laughs> meanwhile i think they i think it was snapchat i forget what social media media platform but it was basically an announcement that said um basically the president of the united states uh donald trump will not be promoted anymore on the social media platform and i was like damn i love it <laughs> but um <laughs> i saw that too i laughed <laughs> another win for the culture there you go um the other thing was um the those assholes that basically, you know, were arrested and charged with the death of George Floyd, uh, I believe that it was changed from a, you know, regular first degree, I think, to second degree murder um, for the individual mm-hmm. that was charged. And there's some other officers that were also um, being charged as well, in addition to that. So, you know, progress mm-hmm. is happening everywhere. You know, yep. and, again, some things are the the little things to the bigger picture, but it's important as a culture we celebrate those little things. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, you know, I I know there's some other wins out there that I'm just not thinking about, but, you know, those are just probably the best ones in my humblest opinion.
1: <laughs> I feel like um, the, the one that's happened here within Detroit would be how, you know, our culture in Detroit has used social media to separate um, the racist people from their livelihood. Yeah. So the Detroit popcorn issue.
0: <laughs> T- talk about you know. that, because I, those people might not, like, granted, I'm glad we have people that is not just from Detroit <laughs> listening, but they may not mm-hmm. know about the Detroit popcorn company. So shed light on that. So um,
1: I believe it was the CEO of the Detroit popcorn company. It's been a company that's been around for like 95, 96 years, I think I read. Um mm-hmm. and so I mean I've never been there, I passed it before and because it's on the west side, you know, I don't really go over there.
0: Yeah, that's but, it's like uh, the <laughs> west of the west. It's like right there at the border too. <laughs> but anyway, fuck them, keep going. So so I yeah, said. he
1: was he was he was on social media and he made a remark um on a post and he said this is the reason why um they have to put their knees on our necks basically and uh you know, represent everything happened in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. and so you know facebook black facebook wasn't having that you know? listen
0: <laughs> the black facebook good, police is contracts. real <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think i counted he lost like four major contracts like he lost the detractable school contract he lost the quick loans contract um was it like was it like little Caesars arena it was one of it was one of like the one of the like entertainment like groups in Detroit, he lost that contract. It's like he lost like four major contracts. He lost that was, Detroit like, Zoo over as well. The Detroit Zoo. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. I didn't see that one as well. So yeah, it was like four major like entities within Metro Detroit, Listen. and he lost like all four of them within hours of making
0: Listen. that. Contract. <laughs> the elephants don't want your shit no more. <laughs> How about that, you raggedy ass? <laughs> So
1: that was, that was a moment where I felt like we have leveraged that past, um, like our parents didn't have within their time, our grandparents didn't have within their time, it was like social media, you know, being able to have access to the people who are on the other side, you know, opposing us, you know, so I feel like we're able to like leverage that and use that to, you know, affect their livelihood the same way that they're making statements towards us, so. That was that was one thing that stood out to me between like the two or three different um generations um of protests that I've seen like throughout just reading history. So like I always looked at it too, that like history is like cyclical. So like in the sixties they had their riots. In the nineties, you know, they had like the uh, uprisings in LA after Rodney King. And I feel like we were probably like what? You might have been like two, I was probably like one when it happened. <laughs> Yeah. So I feel like for for us, this is like our Rodney King or our Selma um, type of moment within history. So, um, and I already know you already touched on like there are different ways that we can you know be a part of it without being right there in the epicenter. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: um, I feel like you know the reason we have this platform is to have conversations about you know these type of things. So, like, have you had any conversations with? you know, your non like black friends about everything that's been happening and you know, have they been like a listening like, a giving ear or listening ear to you?
0: <laughs> so I'm glad you brought that up. So um big cruts don't don't get mad at me. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh Saturday, you know, this past weekend I was able to go to my brother in law's house, things of that nature. And uh, one of my old co-workers lives across the street from um up across the street around the corner. Same shit. And mm-hmm. so a white gentleman. Um one of the I'll preface this by saying that during the time where I met this individual um is it, it was nothing but love. You know what I'm saying? He is To me, it's like he grew up around black culture his whole life. He's been around his whole, his whole life. wasn't like you know buried into this whole white culture, even though he is white. You know, he's mm-hmm. came up around black culture his whole life. So, you know, I still wouldn't listen to the N word because that shit ain't happening. But you get what I'm saying. You get my story. So, yep. we had a conversation. I think this is around the time the uh, protests and everything was starting to kick off. Um, people are protesting in the Grand Rapids area. Detroit, obviously, some other spots. I think a lot of if I'm not mistaken. And he already made a comment some months ago saying that um, he thought that I – he said this to my brother-in-law, came back to me. He said that he thinks that I'm racist towards white people. That's stuck with me since then, and I've had to um, address him. In a way. So first and foremost, black people cannot be racist to white people.
1: Right.
0: We can only be responsive. So let that marinate however the hell you want to. (laughs) I'm unapologetically black, three hundred and ninety-eight days out of the year, (laughs) twenty-five eight. Damn it. Kissing my ass. Um so fast forward to this past weekend, actually. Um he literally said, I just don't understand all the looting and all the riots right now. And my first thought was, you wouldn't understand. You're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can seek understanding, but I don't expect you to just understand off the rip because you're not of the culture. You've been with the culture, but you're not of the culture. You know what I'm saying? You're not... You're not black. I mean, it's just, Mm -hmm. here. this is a black platform. That is what it is. And this is in no means and no way to demean any other race, things of that nature. But for you to understand black issues, you literally have to be in black issues. Mm -hmm. You can't be empathetic towards them because you may not be African American or black skinned or fair skinned or in relation to black. But at the same time, you. You just wouldn't get it. It's, can't explain. Anyway, uh Lil Wayne said if it was understood and can't be explained. <laughs> anyway, that was like his best album in my opinion. But back to the story at hand. Um the short version of the story is that we we got into the issues. I said the issue is I understand those rights. Like I said earlier, I understand those rights and protests. I won't be out there doing it my damn self, but I'll support it. Because now this is the only way for us to make noise to get attention.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's like you the thing is you're destroying you know, all this stuff, you like destroying your targets and all of that. And now if I was the owners, so I would just board it all up and you know, let you suffer for like three or four months, blah blah blah. I was like, first and foremost, that's the first issue. We ain't gonna suffer. We've been surviving since the night, the sixteen hundreds. Right, right. For over four literally over four hundred years. So Mm -hmm. we've literally been making away, making gardens, making our own clothes, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying, supporting our own, had the Black Wall Street, y'all took that shit, burnt our shit up. So let's just get that shit out of the fucking way. Like, And just fast forward to now where you've gone from burning up our people, burning up our communities, burning up our Black Wall Street, taking our Black bottom, things of that nature, to... Mm -hmm taking our souls 400 years later and you can take our bodies but you won't take our souls that's probably the realest thing i ever thought of in my life today but (laughs) most importantly like you wouldn't understand that because you've never had a mass exodus of your people being taken out every single day around the world like i just found out a couple days after george floyd this thing happened again i want to say it was in paris or France. Somewhere in then, in those neighborhoods, right? So, I'm like, the exact same fucking thing. Again, don't know how valid it is, but I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be out there protesting and kicking ass if that wasn't the case. Right. So, all that being said, like you wouldn't understand if you're not of the culture, but I am watching. All the people I went to college with, I have not heard of people. I have not seen the text. I have not seen... A black, fo- a blacked out photo I have not seen an Instagram story I have not seen shit and to me that's as loud as I need it to be but in no way shape form or fashion can black people truly be racist because for almost 400 just over 400 years we've been dealing with y'all bullshit and cleaning up y'all shit and building your countries and railroads and structures and shit So, get the hell out of here with that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I forgot what the goddamn question was, but I think what it ultimately was about is, you know, you're 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 non-black friends, basically. How are they reacting? Um, I've had one of the people I went to college with as well, you know, send me a text, just checking in, like, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm Mm -hmm. content. A little, I'm struggling, but I'm content now. Mm You know, the first thing she said is that I'm sorry only because I can't imagine what you're going through, even though that person wasn't related to you. But because we've had conversations, real conversations in the past, I knew exactly what she was saying. And I was just like, those are the people you keep around. Like. You know what I'm saying? This is, June is recognized as Pride Month. I'm going to just quickly transition to that for a second. Um, uh-huh. June is Pride Month. Um, they're gay black men. Yep. We do this podcast not just for the the straight black men. We do it for all black men. You know what I'm saying? Right. Other right. people can participate. Other people can chime in. Other people can be a part of it. But what we will not accept is slander of our own. You know what okay. I'm saying? Um yep. Pride Month was created. Why? Because of a riot. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of great things and a lot of great changes come out of these riots and situations. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely want to recognize all the people that identify. I'm definitely an ally this way. Not ashamed to say it. Um, But that's the level of support that we need as a culture, just as black people anyway. We need that same energy. You know what I'm saying? And it's definitely more of a micro thing. I would I would refer to it as a micro thing versus the overall black culture. But, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the perspective I speak from. But it's that same energy and understanding that black people want from other cultures that LGBTQ plus communities need from non-LGBTQ communities. You know what right. I'm saying? So... Mm-hmm. To that point, very long with an answer, but you know all the people that's not saying nothing right now and hasn't said a word. To some degree, I understand. Some people like you and me couldn't put things into words. It might take them longer to put things into words, yeah. but especially for our now black counterparts, I see you. Mm-hmm. You said everything I need you to say. I appreciate that. Yeah. That silence is loud. Sounds <laughs> real loud. And once somebody shows you who they are, you believe them. Yep. So, but I don't want to have had this episode as a rant session. I definitely want to mm-hmm. give things to that people can take away from these situations. So, yep. just to kind of recap, we kind of talked about making sure that you, you know, are cleansing yourself of all the toxic, you know, events and things going on in social media.
1: You know, mm-hmm. COVID
0: nineteen is a real thing. The cases have decreased a lot, but they are not completely gone. There are still people still actively with this, you know, disease. Um, Racism is another disease that's still out there in the world. And the rates may go up and down, but that shit ain't going nowhere. So, you know, we'll cope with that as we get through it. But at the end of the day, we can bring about change. We can do our part. We can we can social distance from the health standpoint, and we can socially distance with this racial standpoint. <laughs> and then we can be the essential workers because we are, and we can stand up right to this shit and fight it until it's all gone. Black people getting taken out the way it goes. So I mean, think about the number of cases of people of. Especially African Americans and Blacks that have, you know, contracted and succumbed to COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. yeah. just due to the disparities, things that nature amongst our culture, and mm-hmm. think about racism. To me, it's the exact fucking the same correlation. thing. Correlation, yeah. exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And until you have representation in those spaces, in the health fields, and legal fields, things that nature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is it going to be, you know? So from that standpoint, definitely keep, you know, keep your social distance. Do what you got to do. Protect yourselves. Um, Don't be on social media all the time. That shit will drain you. Get what you need and keep it moving. Go watch. I literally watched this Sesame Street quote. I mean, the video. And it was Cookie Monster giving kudos to all the graduating seniors of 2020. So first and foremost, <laughs> I'ma say to all of the graduates of 2020 thus far, because we still got another semester in the fall to go. Congratulations, mm-hmm. get yours. Guys and girls across the globe. We you understand you didn't have your usual graduation ceremonies. The high school seniors didn't have proms and all that stuff and all that. But um these TikTok challenges were amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh you know there's still a future for you and you know it's rough right now but you also see where we need some change we see the medical fields needing more people you need see the legal fields needing more people you know you see the engineers of the world the doctors the lawyers and all these different people and occupations mm-hmm. um if you do it with the college, whatever it is whatever your future holds for you is for you um. So, there is something that comes out of all these pandemics, good and unfortunately the bad part. But as of right now, we're gonna focus on the good ones, and so we're gonna get through all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um. So, stay clear of all the social media drama and nonsense. Um. Surround yourself with really dope people that you know. That can support you in your time of need, either mm-hmm. when you're feeling high and feeling low. Um. You know, for me that's been key, like like brother, like I'm so glad that, you know, me and you have each other because from a point of transparency, even though you've been slacking these last couple of days, I understand why. <laughs> but like literally there's been some type of check in like every other day just to make sure like you wash up today, you good. <laughs> I usually get that detail, sure. but yeah. Listen. <laughs> but that's what I, I mean basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, washing up is a part of self-care. Let me show you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to wash your ass. <laughs> Nobody wants a musty. Yeah. Um, I'm around smelling like coney dogs and all Listen, that. smelling like onions. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. bruh. Smelling like garlic sauce and home. this. That's been sitting in the sun. Anyway. <laughs> um, You know what I'm saying? So different things of that nature. You have, you know... If you can exercise, get it in. I'm not going to say the most physically fit these days, but I'm definitely still shedding mm-hmm. <laughs> inch by inch, pound by pound. <laughs> it may take a month to lose a pound these days, but it's all good. Um, like I said, a lot of these businesses and everything are starting to open up again, and there's definitely allowance for outdoor working out as far as, like, trainers holding sessions of 100 or less. <laughs> mm-hmm. To me, that's cool. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um It's looking like a socially distant birthday for me, you know, in July, but whatever. (laughs) But at the same time, you know, do what you must to maintain your happiness. You know, just if it's cooking, if it's cleaning up the house, if it's playing with you and snuggling with your dogs, if it's loving on your boo thing, if it's your children, if it's making children, whatever it is. That's gonna bring you complete happiness at this time. Mm-hmm. Pursue your happiness, man. Like that's the probably the easiest thing without being a ordained therapist or pastor, things of that nature, <laughs> or both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, just maintain your peace and your happiness. And as a culture, we gonna get through this. We gonna protest with you. We gonna Support you. we going to donate to charities. Find a charity in your area that you can donate your money to that needs your help. Um, find things that serve you. You know what I'm saying? So that's the best way I can put it. Yeah, I would just piggyback off of that.
1: Just saying, you know, for everyone who's out there protesting, you know, be safe, um, be smart, and, uh, you know, just like how you said, you know, just everybody continue to take the time they need to get better, Um, take the walks, Um, do everything you can to uh, maintain um, your mentals, you know, maintain the uh, being able to do everything that you used to do. That's what I guess I should say. Um, I know for me, you know, I'm still playing 2K.
0: Listen. And uh <laughs> we ain't got basketball. It's coming back. Thank God. I think they said July. Yep. But you still can play video games. Go so go dunk on somebody mm. on my career mode. Just yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. Is playing 2K. Spent
1: a lot of time talking to my significant other. So yes, trying to figure out what are our plans after all of this is over? After all of the pandemic is over and everything is back open. Of course, we're not going to go out as soon as everything back opens. But Nah, I let that air out. Don't 60, do that. Yeah. Like 60 days after. Let's see like what everything looks like 30, 60 days after. And then let's get back to what we were doing before as far as going to the gym and everything
0: like that. So That's it. That's where I'm at with it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my dope-ass wife. I mean, she, she's literally like, I'm not going to say the caretaker per se. Because, But just their nur- her nurturing nature, just to get my raggedy ass together at times. you know what I'm saying? Just
1: mm-hmm.
0: really appreciate the people in your life that help you be better. And don't be afraid to reciprocate that. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I could go on and on, but I ain't going to do that shit. Cause <laughs> we got things to do and people to see. And to <laughs> um, you know, this. this is going to be a rough ride. And I strongly do believe that there is a reason met- and methods to God's madness that we are here for about to be 50 episodes. Um, because people need those outlets. People need, you know, ways to escape the harshness of reality. And I like to believe that this is a place to escape that. So um, we're going to say that as of the moment when you finish this, that you can't worry anymore. That's it. That's a new beginning right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, by listening to this far into this episode, you there hereby agree to allow your mental to matter and for your peace to be happy. That's it. Like, no other options. Don't you dare try to press pause now and be like, this mother... Yeah, I did. I said, I'm all in your business. <laughs> um... And you are loved. You know what I'm saying? We love you. I definitely love you. You listen this yep. far, listen yep. up the uh, 49 episodes, or if this your first one, mm-hmm. don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Even people that don't love me back, there's probably some people out there that's like, this piece of shit, and that's how I feel <laughs> about you, and that's why your mom ain't past kindergarten. But all I'm saying at <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day, like I love everybody that loves me back, and that's just real. So make sure you keep it mental first, because every. 'Cause after there, everything else doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah. I'll hang I don't have nothing else. I had no idea how in the entire L I was gonna get through this episode. I am not going to hold you up. Yeah. But um and big ups to my brother, uh Taranza of the Opinionated Brother podcast. Um, I texted him last night, and he literally was like, "At the end of the day, it's y'all' platform, is what y'all want to do." Like the same thing I came to you with, I was like, "I don't know what we even going to talk about because this shit's been heavy for like the last three months." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just been heavy since what? What was that? January 26. God damn! I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. just been heavy. But he yeah. was like, let you know, pray about it, and let the big OG handle it. Uh-huh. and you go through and had your episode, and I was like, all right, well, I guess speak my truth regardless. You know what I'm saying? Jarrell gonna hold it down, and my yapping ass is always gonna say words, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, you know, all in all, we're here, and I'm strong. I sincerely do now believe that, not that I didn't before, but I strongly do believe that we're for a purpose, and um, <laughs> as much of a saying that as much as a saint that I ain't, I believe <laughs> that God put this thing together for a reason. So, I'm going to keep rocking as long as you would. So. Yeah, I'm here to say. Yeah, man. First thing and foremost, though, if I have one more nightmare about me cutting my locks, I'm going to go crazy. But with that being no, on, like I said, <laughs> uh, we love you guys. We hope that you all are drinking your water. It's getting hot outside. But don't mm-hmm. be out here doing the most and hugging up on everybody because – We ain't got no vaccine for this stuff yet. So, um, episode 50 is coming. I'm really excited about episode 50. I have some really dope friends of mine that plan on (laughs) hopping with us and just kicking it. This will be like our official, unofficial, you know, men's panel. Like, this is actually happening. And, yeah, next episode is going to be dope. It mm-hmm. is supported by um, nextstepstogether.org.com. I don't want to get there wrong. Give me five seconds. I promise I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Next Steps together.com. There you go. Um, the Movement for Black Men to Fellowship with One Another. Um, they have a great initiative, and we're going to be our best blackity black self on June 19th. Mm-hmm. Also known as Juneteenth and we're gonna celebrate the right mm-hmm. way because that's all we know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so yeah, I'm taking a day, day is off
1: <laughs> taking a day
0: off and we're gonna be on. <laughs> for <sure>. Damn it. <laughs> so I'm excited for that discussion. Um this black man kicking it, being honest about everything. Not that mm-hmm. we haven't been doing that, but we are gonna really kick it that day and you know mm-hmm. get to the get to our roots, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Double entendre. So We love you guys. Stay up. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, The Mental Matters Podcast is there. Um, Check out the website www.mentalmatterspod.com and stream us on your favorite streaming applications. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever in the world y'all ended up finding us at that I didn't know about. That's cool too. Um, (laughs) Google Podcasts is one too. So, with that being said, you got anything else before we cut these lights off?
1: Uh, no, I'ma do better on my next jerk chicken instead of the way I gave it to you last Listen, time. Listen, <laughs> this man pulled up and
0: gave me the jerk chicken and rice. And for that effort, I love you and fucking appreciate you. Don't you ever doubt that. Yeah. However, you gotta let it sit in the oven a little bit, just a little bit more. <laughs> I still ate it though. I ain't. I was like, if I die, I die happy. I ate that shit, but um, had to. Oh yeah. So, with that being said, um, make sure you check us out. Get your merch. We still got that. We still sell that. And yeah, all those good things. Love y'all. Stay up, and your mental matters. Back until next time.